listener email no we haven't started yet <laughs> okay let's let's start the, the oh okay chris, chris go ahead chris start the podcast i already did no do it okay, again. okay 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 we were talking no, no, you're listening we're to bear attention. friend tea party the world's only and most interruptionist podcast no no take that again Perfect weather for a sleigh ride together with you. Can I see your phone? Just snows are falling and friends are calling you. I didn't like where you were going with that. Get, get, Should I say? Try. Uh, do you want me to say most celebratingist? Most <laughs> diabolical. You're listening to Bear Friend Tea Party, the world's only and most celebratingist podcast. Woo. My name is Christopher Winter, and I'm joined on the podcast tonight by D. Gunnard Beamish. Jeremy Mullis of North Carolina and Dr. Jonathan Bumpers. Jeremy, what's on the menu tonight for our final podcast of 2014? segments. Number one, our Christmas novelty songs. Bullshit. Is he doing that or does he have to roll for a topic? We'll find out. Number okay. two, fake addresses. I'll be curious to see how that turns Still out. Number three is uh, the very perplexing Name That Santa. And segment four, what is the most insipid Christmas song? Uh, but before we get to all that, um, <laughs> let's take a minute to go over some uh, listener email. Did we get any? I haven't checked. I guess that brings us to our corrections <laughs> and addenda segment. Um, I do have one uh, correction. What? And that is... Uh, oh, boy. Let's see. This is... Let's see, on episode 17, Handheld, Messy, and Bigger Than Your Head. Wait, isn't um, that the episode that's not out yet? No, that, no that's that one, out now. Well, that, that was one's for the longest time, but... <laughs> it was not out for quite a while. No, in our uh, discussion of the musical Cats... Right, great um, I did... Classic. Uh, I uh, made the statement that... Um, the Prophet Muhammad had ascended to heaven had ascended to heaven on a giant junkyard tire 
Um, that's true. That's in, a fact. In, in the manner of uh, Grizabella the Glamour Cat. Yeah, that's true. Um, so, yeah, that's, actually... You can look that up. That's true. No, that is actually... So, actually, the truth is that the tire, I mean, the tire seems large because, but, like, that's just because the cats on the uh, stage are so small. Uh-huh. There's like humans playing cats, and uh, it's so an, it's consequently, an illusion. Oh, okay. it's not a giant tire. There's what? no reason to assume that it is anything but a regular-sized junkyard tire. Okay, that's but all the rest true. of the garbage is the like like to scale. That's Goodbye. true, but what what a lot of people don't realize is the Prophet Muhammad was approximately the size of a common house cat. <laughs> um, well, well, which, which makes his prophecies all the more impressive. There, that you know that he was such a, a holy man and a leader of men. This actually, well being only that size, and cleaning himself entirely with his tongue. This actually um, bathing himself. Is that a prepared statement? <laughs> I don't think so. It's I don't think true. he knew I was going to bring this up. <laughs> I think he's just hijacking my bit. <laughs> <laughs> Just a true fact um, about uh, about Prophet Muhammad. <clears throat> yeah. Um, mm. Beyond that, um, you know, obviously, it's always difficult. Uh, Jeremy, can I just just one one more thing? Yes. Did you please. know that uh, in Islam, the Prophet Muhammad is considered to be the perfect prophet? <laughs> 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 now anyway so yes uh Common 
common interpretation of the original text is that Mohammed actually ascended to heaven on a horse and not any sort of junkyard fire at all, large or otherwise. Um, what text you're interpreting? particular topic is I certainly did not mean to imply in my reference to the Prophet Mohammed I certainly uh-huh. did not mean to imply that Mohammed was the true prophet of the Abrahamic tradition um, because he mm-hmm. is actually a false prophet <laughs> D- does anyone know who the true prophet of the Abrahamic tradition is um, Anyone want to take a guess? I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, who? Uh, I mean Moses. Moses J- would Jedediah? be. Uh, no. Moses, Moses nope. would be your nope. go-to. Um, no, not Moses. Not Moses. Nope. Branscombe Richmond. No, that's a good guess. But <laughs> no, the uh, the true prophet would be Jesus. Jesus Christ. Who? who, who Jesus. Who Right. And I'm talking of here. which? Um, I'm not talking, talking of whom? Uh, of whom, through, through whom, um, and only through whom, you can attain the kingdom of heaven. Um, what a great kingdom. Yeah, classic kingdom. Excellent classic. kingdom. Classic. Real winner. A lot, of, a lot of noise on this episode so far. Um, huh? Yeah, that's all I got. Should we start this? Yeah. yeah I, mean, <laughs> I thought we had. Should, should we, yeah, Chris, uh, Chris, introduce the podcast, and then I'll do the corrections and addenda segment. Segment one. Segment one. Our Christmas novelty songs. Our Christmas bullshit. novelty songs. Bullshit. Uh, yeah, well, I just uh, I, I would I, say yeah. I'll, I'll be leading this segment. Um, <laughs> basically, it's 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 kind of up in the air, and I hate to say that because yes, Christmas novelty songs are bullshit. Right, complete bullshit. But total bullshit. Utter right, bullshit. Right, right, right. Somewhat total bullshit. Somewhat total bullshit. But I big old at pile the same, of steaming bullshit. Time, now, let, let's see where he's going with this. There are two. There are two factors at work here. I mean, first of all, the line between a serious Christmas song and a novelty Christmas song is not that easy to define. I mean, there are a lot of like, yep. you know, classic. You know, Christmas standards that are yeah. actually kind of funny. Yeah. Example. I saw, I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus, or mm. grandma got run over by a reindeer. <laughs> that seems like a straight ahead novelty song. Danny, I actually, I'm happy you took it in this direction because I wanted to ask is there <laughs> such a thing as a non novelty Christmas song written post like 1959? When was. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire written. I'm gonna guess fifty sometime. I could be wrong. What about what about Last Christmas by Wham? I don't know if that even rises to the level of a song. Excuse is, is, me? Is that is that last Christmas you gave me your heart, but then the very yeah. next day I gave it away? Excellent yeah. song. Excellent song. No, that's not What a about uh there's that John Lennon Christmas song. Uh, I don't know about that. Oh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Yeah, that one. <laughs> no, Happy Christmas, War is Over. Oh, yeah. That's like a, I, it's a standard by now. I'm not familiar with that one. I you would know it, that, but I don't would know it if I were really, 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 okay. You probably wouldn't. It's like, da, 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 da. Fucking shit. Da, yeah, that's well. That's okay, a, fine, but it's not novelty <laughs> per se. Yeah, no, I agree. I think that. Um, I think that's that song. I mean, I don't know what. Let me. What would it mean for Christmas novelty songs to be bullshit? Mm. 
Like, does that mean that they suck? Or does that mean that they are somehow disingenuous? No, I don't think we're getting into that. I think that's whether we like them or not. Oh, yeah, I would say, uh, no. I would say, I would say no. But, um, but, but then there are a great number of Christmas novelty songs that I really like. I mean, so it's I'm really- a... I'm a big fan of a lot of the songs on our Christmas album, but I don't. I don't. see. Okay. See, I don't. I would at this point. I would ask: Is this? Is your opinion bullshit? <laughs> no, because yes. I don't. I don't think that you're actually. Yeah, exactly. I'm trying yes. to decide. It's like, okay, look. If you say the concept of a Christmas song, that's not. John, can you like, turn down that... that noise a little bit? Sorry. You know, it's like you complain when John's on the podcast, and then when he leaves, you complain that he's gone. Um, Touche. There's just no pleasing you. Touche. I guess I would say that Christmas, novelty Christmas songs, in my opinion, are no more bullshit than any other type of Christmas song. Mm. Oh, I thought you were going to say any other type of novelty song. I thought you were going to say any other type of music. I don't know. You go, well... I mean, there is some overlap between this topic and my topic, but, you know, you go back to some of those, like, I don't know, would you consider Handel's Messiah to be a novelty Christmas song? Uh, no. No. Okay, because that shit's pretty good. (laughs) I think it's it's like like a novelty opera. It's a, a novelty oratorio. Does anybody else here know the song I Fucked Mrs. Claus? Uh, no, but that sounds pretty good. It sounds like a good song. Is that one of ours? Not yet. Is, is that, uh, I, I am familiar with the song Let's Just Fuck for Christmas by Bantam Rooster. Oh, isn't that, the flowers you discussed cover that at one point? Planning to, planning to. We've assigned it to John, I think. He's working on it. I'm working on it right as right at this moment. Here's my thing. Generally, the more the more like like prevalent a Christmas parody is, the more obnoxious it is. Like any parody of the Twelve Days of Christmas. Yeah. Oh, that's gonna be awful. That, so, I mean, that one really is almost a parody. That's like almost a novelty song in the first place, and yet they've made parodies of it. It's a great. It's a great. No, it's not a great song. It's a great song to dislike. That is it. What is it that like? Is there anything that separates that song from like one hundred bottles of beer on the wall? It's basically <laughs> the same song. <laughs> it's just just the number of verses, I guess. There's fewer verses, at least. It'd be really hard to remember if there were 100 days of Christmas. (laughs) You'd just run out of shit to give after a while. 100 bottles of beer in the wall is not recursive. Yeah, you don't need a separate thing for each beer, each bottle. Are you saying that, does that make it better or worse? Well, I don't think I'm being judgmental. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't. It doesn't. It's not. It's, doesn't have that self-referential. Yeah, it's non-recursive. <laughs> it's, it's like whoever, whoever, whoever wrote the whoever you know, wrote the verse for seventy-seven bottles. Like they didn't even have to talk to the person. <laughs> who wrote the verse for. It counts down. It counts down. What do you want? <laughs> no, I'm sorry, but the twelve days of Christmas counts up and down. I, I honestly I don't remember how that goes. I just remember there's like ninety nine bottles of beer on the wall. <laughs> ninety nine bottles of beer. Ooh. You take one down, pass it around. Ninety nine bottles of beer on the wall. Ninety eight. Ninety eight. You took one down. You took one yeah, down. Now you got to start. Yeah, over. You take one down and it's ninety nine because you had a hundred. You with. said, but you started with ninety nine. <laughs> That's not the way I count it. I, I think you had. You have you yeah. might have an inexhaustible supply of yeah. beer on your you know, wall. No, this is really, a, this is a baker's ninety nine. Yeah, what happens after you pass it around? Maybe it just goes back up wall. on the other side of the shelf. <laughs> exactly. It really, it, I mean, it's, it, at no point it. is it stated yeah. that anyone is actually drinking this. Beer. 
Yeah, you, you just, just pass, pass it around. around. That's a good point. And you, and you put it back up on the shelf. <laughs> there, there could also be guys... It's a song about reorganizing in. your beer. <laughs> there could be guys coming in, putting additional bottles of beer one on of, the wall <laughs> while you're of, passing the others around. They're singing a different song all the while. One of, one of the classic beer organizations. <laughs> <laughs> So I think we've established that novelty Christmas songs are bullshit. Uh, no objection here. And that even Agreed. includes Christmas at ground zero. But does that include I'll be your freaky snowman with a carrot for a dick? Uh, well, I think yes. that's undeniably a novelty Christmas song. I mean, what about I mean, that? if it's a novelty for a Christmas song to be amazing... <laughs> and it is. Which, yeah. Okay. I mean, I, do is our band? Do we write novelty songs? We, you know, let's gloss think, over that question. I think we're one of those <laughs> bands that some people may dismiss as being a novelty act, but, but that on is the other like, hand, other people have never heard of us. It's pretty divisive. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think, yeah. and I, I want to be, I want to be fair, and and, and uh, 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 what's the word objective here? I think we've accidentally written some novelty songs. It's you know, it's true. I mean, you could say the same about Harry Nilsson, though. Can and have, and look Several how times. far he got. I mean, he like rates TV now. Is that? <laughs> well, it. His families do. But I'm not sure it was always necessarily um, accidental, the writing of novelty songs. Well, I mean, is, what, makes it's a fine line. A, what makes something a novelty song? Just because it's, like, funny or because it... Uh, it, it references a novel. You're almost begging the question, right. you know, by... You're almost kind of assuming the answer by, like stating these things are novelty songs in the first place. Like, to call something a novelty song is almost to just already prejudge it. Mm, to belittle it. You know, like, once it's a novelty song, there you go. It's a novelty song. If yeah. I call Put the Lime in the Coconut a, lo- a novelty song, I've just kind of dismissed it. Oh, like, oh, yeah, and, yeah, you, and you mm, don't really... really whereas, to... if you call it an oratorio... Well, no, 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 Jeremy's head on to something quite apt, because Put the Lime in the Coconut sucks, <laughs> but what about, I mean, and what about Margaritaville, is that a novelty song? Oh, what about the Banana Boat song? Or what about the Pina Colada song? Um, I would say, okay, let me take those in order. I would say <laughs> the, uh, the Lime in the Coconut, yes, it's a novelty song, but it's a pretty good example thereof. The Pina Colada song, no, that's just a great song. It's not an order. Um, <laughs> it's I forgot in an order. And, and I forget the other one. The Banana Boat song. Margaritaville is a shitty song because it's a Jimmy Buffett song. Well, come on. True. True. Did you say Jamie Let's Buffett? Let's see. No, I don't you think that's a no novelty relation. song. I would say Margaritaville is not a novelty song. It's just a shitty song. If you asked me about why don't we get drunk and screw, I'd say that is both a shitty Jimmy Buffett song and a novelty song. But what about Pencil would, Thin Mustache? Pencil Thin Mustache is a, a fine, fine genre of mustache, and as far as I know, not a song. <laughs> what, a what, about, what about Beach I, House I, on I the would, Moon? What is, who, who wrote that? That Jimmy sounds Buffett. like a novelty song. I, I just that know Jimmy, Jimmy Buffett's Buffett. song titles are pretty good. <laughs> I mean... I would I'm, very much like to hear whether or not you think the Banana Boat song no. is a novelty song. Banana Boats, the Banana Boats, that Deo one, is that what yeah. you're talking about? Yeah. No, that's yeah. not a novelty song. That's an okay. excellent, what about, excellent what about, song. I agree with you. What about, no, because it's not a novelty song. It's an song. excellent song. I what agree about, with you, but I think it's often performed as a novelty song. Even though it is, in yeah. fact, an excellent quality song. But so okay, who is like making define, all define the noise? The John, is someone like... Stan Freeberg's uh, <laughs> perform- cover version of, of the Banana Boat song? Well, that's a skit. Yeah, I mean, that's, that that's, that's beyond the playing realm of novelty. On the song. I mean, well, the, sure, the song but had those... nothing humorous about it. Or, like, I mean, no... I think a song can involve a certain amount of humor like the Banana Boat song does and not be inherently just a novelty song. Well, of I mean, course. I mean, the Banana like, Boat like, song is like, like awesome you're saying, song. Escape the Pina Colada song is sort of like presented as a novelty song almost, but it's smarter than that. It like has a, a, it has a, it has a punchline, has a twist. And it's 
Can we stop the fucking noise, please? <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. I mean, I wouldn't call it noise. I think Are you I mean, dragging the microphone across the floor? I mean, it, it's kind of what pop. It's a top 40 on? schlock, but it's, it's, it's sort of engineered to be so. I mean, what is it, happening? <laughs> That's really fucking obnoxious. I mean, uh, Rupert Holmes is one of the most incredible songwriters, uh, the most intricate uh, story songwriters since you know since Gershwin or Berlin. And, I, yeah, I don't, he, I don't, but he, I don't think that I feel as strongly about Rupert Holmes as you do, but I would acknowledge that. Okay. Yeah, I don't think that the I think the Pina Colada song. Well, Schlocky has stood the test of time, has proved itself to be more than just a flash in the pan and more than just a novelty song. Well, it is uh, a novelty, but it's engineered to be a novelty yeah, song. Yeah, that's it. You know, it's a good point. I guess maybe... Even if it was an accident as to yeah. how big it got. It's kind of like yeah. a Werewolves of London situation. Hmm. You know? hmm. it was like a, like kind Werewolves of, of London funny. is a good song. Well, it is, but it's also kind of a novelty in comparison yeah. to the depth of the artist's greater so work. I guess you know. Yeah, I think, yeah, I'll give you that. I think before we at, before we even ask the question whether Christmas novelty songs are bullshit, should we ask the question whether novelty songs are bullshit? And I think, in a way, you're you're correct. I think that's begging the question: What makes a novelty song? Mm. Because I think I think when you say novelty songs are bull, you, you're I think you're absolutely correct. You're using the term novelty song just as a way to dismiss a song rather than as any sort of meaningful category. At which point, is it, is it you're just kind of, at which point, it's at just which a point way of saying it's a, it's a crappy, lighthearted song. And which, at which point, aren't you kind of just saying, are bullshit Christmas songs bullshit? And like, yeah. you know. Yeah. I feel well, like, um, if, if I could, one more, one more thing to throw out. I feel like there's kind of a third rail that nobody here has touched. And that is um, Weird Al Yankovic. I, I mentioned Christmas at Ground Zero earlier. You did. You did. Correct. I'm sorry. But, you know, like Weird Al Yankovic, I think we all probably agree, is really, really good at what yeah. he does and has written some funny songs. No, he's like, he is like World War Eleven. I, I, I would have said maybe World War Nine and a half, but, I'm, you know, I'm up there with you. I don't know. I don't know if he breaks into the double-digit world wars. <laughs> oh. No, it does kind of bother me how, like, perfectionist he is and sort of, like, persnickety he is about things. It's not very, like, you know, like, like, like caution to the wind type of humor. You know, it's mm-hmm. very calculated... But, uh, but that's but who he, he is. Pretty much, he, he pretty much what? Hit, you know, hits the nail on the head at least about like 80, 80 to 85 percent of the time throughout his yeah. career. But but so here's the question. Are those novelty songs? Yes. It's yes. hard for me to say they're not. They are not. What, yeah. I mean, I mean I they're definitely even, novelty songs, but, but I'm would not also, sure that you know, they're bullshit. I would. They may be bullshit. I mean, I don't <laughs> <laughs> a lot of them are bullshit, but the thing is, is some of them, in spite of their novelty, have an almost inadvertent or perhaps accidental like depth to them because of yeah. their novelty. Mm, kind of, kind true. of the way like that's a comedy true. routine can kind of can kind of touch on something deeper by being funny on the outside, the kind of more substantial like with on the inside. Like I'm, we should try that sometime. I'm coming around to thinking that novelty Christmas songs, well, they may be bullshit a lot of the times. I think they may be less bullshit than sincere Christmas songs. There you go. Segment that's the, two. That's the good you, stuff. You didn't even have to edit that in. <laughs> What right, is segment two? Out. Fake addresses. One, two, three, <laughs> fake street. Oh, that's this. T- oh, it's the topic fake addresses. We <clears throat> fake list, addresses. We list fake addresses. <laughs> I, th- I assume so. Do they have to be yeah, real fake so. addresses? No, they're just no. They wait, they wait. can be they can be <laughs> fake fake addresses. <laughs> no, you know what I mean. Like like addresses from famous fiction, isn't it? I think they can be any fake. Okay, I had one prepared, and it's uh, Vice President Truckasaurus, 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, Washington, D.C. Wait a minute, that's a fake address. That's fake for two reasons. Number one, the Vice President is not Truckasaurus, 
Number two, the vice president does not live at 1600 that's a, Pennsylvania that's Avenue. very fake. Wait. wait, wait, wait. Where does the vice president live? Uh, Naval Observatory or something, I think. Well, that's just stupid. I know, that's, it's ridiculous. That's gotta be sounds fake. Like a cop out. It yeah, sounds fake, fake, yes. Hello? It sounds fake. What about uh, Horsewell Thomas Goober III, <laughs> number one Tally Ho Way, Smithy Wick on Thames, 1234 England. Uh, this one is a, a web address, www.actualwebsite.com. Okay, 892 dog 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 place. <laughs> I, I have a Bacon, procedural Kevin question. Bacon. Do we need to include the resident of the addresses? Please, please See, don't interrupt that's... him when he's. Sorry, I thought that... he was done. I thought he was done after the dog, 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 and then he oh, started it, saying. It, what Kevin what Bacon. tipped you off? Was it the fact that like the last thing I said kind of li- lilted up a little bit, <laughs> indicating that it was like not the final? Yeah, that was what tricked me. Well, I didn't have anything. It anyway, sounded so... like you were sour grapesville, USA. That's nice. Dog, 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 dog. He's he's not done yet, I don't think. The last part was the zip code. Uh. <laughs> Hogsworth Billings Duck Bubble Scoot. <laughs> Care of Chester's Vintage Eggs, Bubbles? Jazz Memorabilia, and Shit. Attention, contains live <laughs> ants. <laughs> Sixty nine seventy nine ninety nine Taco Street, Coast City, New York five 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 five. One hundred and sixty two crumpets of all time, Smith, with the dog on top. City one 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 dog. Eight dogs. Um, ass well, you got that right. Forty nine forty. Correct Street. Barth City, Utah, 76540. <laughs> Lady Bird Goddington, 2289 Omnipotence Way, Apartment 2, Memphis, Tennessee. Blimpwell, Catch on Fire, <laughs> P.O. Box 80045, Burning Down, Pennsylvania. <laughs> Dirigibility, Hydrogen City, with a carrot on top. Pennsylvania. The the angry red rooster. Care of <laughs> care of the old cantankerous mule. Down by the old dilapidated barn. Under the old willow tree. Old timey farm animal city, Montana. Uh, dog 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 dog. H H Bosco Drainwich. Doing business as Bosco's all-night nude review and discount typewriter repair. Uh, Oil City, uh, Castlevania, 899. 12-12. Apple Tree Lane, Happy Angry Sex Woods, Kentucky. Farthington, H.H. Pretzel, Under the Floorboards, Hidden for Generations, Montana, with a carrot on top, Mississippi, Good day. Dr. and Mrs. Pretzel Dippington III, 1422 Softness Way, Salt City, Ontario, Canada, 64106. Dan and Barb Gibson, 4940 Summit Street, Kansas City, Missouri, 99999. <laughs> um, Ukraine. B- B- Buglesville. Bugleton <laughs> Care of the Buglesville Bugle Buglesville of Wyoming Dog 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 Oh what's wrong with me that I'm laughing this hard? Alright. That's yeah, all I have. I think that that's all of them. Um <laughs> that's all the fa- the other ones are all real. Is where is John? He's still wrapping. He's wrapping presents. Does he know that we're recording a podcast that he's in? Yes. This he's involved. 
Segment three, name that Santa. Okay, this is a quiz game. I'm going to describe a Santa to you, and you name it. Each Santa is the word Santa preceded by some other stuff. So if I said, for example, this Santa is small and blue and replaces random words with Santa... You would reply, Smurf Santa. As simple as that. Uh, uh, you get one point for a correct answer. You don't get. You don't lose points for incorrect answers. You can answer before I'm finished giving the clue. You know to steal the point from the opposing yeah. player. Obviously. Uh, you do lose a point if you guess Burt Reynolds Santa, and that turns out to be incorrect. What about uh, <clears throat> Tom Selleck Santa? You do not lose a point for. Can guessing I be on a Tom team Selleck. with John? Yes. Wait, but. What's the difference between Burt Reynolds Santa and Tom Selleck Santa? It's simple. You lose a point for incorrectly guessing Burt Reynolds Santa, whereas you don't lose a point for incorrectly guessing Tom Selleck Santa. That's the this only will difference. probably be the highest rated of our <laughs> podcasts. Um, some of the answers are okay. su- the answers are sometimes subjective or arbitrary, mm. but you know I'm sticking with them. Okay, number one, bad Santa. Burt Reynolds Santa. You'll be all eyes for this starchy Santa. Baked, fried, mashed, or au gratin. He's guaranteed to please Mr. Potato Santa. I'm going to give that to you. That was Potato Santa. So Danny's at one point. Jeremy is at negative one for incorrectly oh, guessing Burt Reynolds Santa. Oh, so these Santa. are fake Santas. Yeah, they're just. it's just Santa with something on the front. Oh, so Number two, a, a complete joke. Okay, this let's Santa, do it. this Santa just wants you to know that he's sorry for all the shit he's done this year. Uh, shame, uh, shame, Santa, Burt Reynolds, Santa. I'm gonna uh, give you shame, remorse, Santa. Santa. Okay, yeah, I'll get. Yeah, it was remorse, Santa. So Danny's Thank at you. two points. Jeremy is at negative two, for incorrectly guessing Burt Reynolds, Santa. <clears throat> I love Christmas. Number three, Smokey and Bad Santa. 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 This jolly old Saint Nick is no stranger to Tinsel Town. Born in 1946 in Pasadena, California, you'll know him from his movie Smokey and the Bandit. Uh, Burt Reynolds Santa. I'm sorry, no, it was uh, Sally Field Santa. She was also in Smokey and the Bandit. All right, so uh, Jeremy is at negative three. No, I did not guess it that time. Oh, did Danny no, he guess said it? it. He, Danny, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you already I'm, said it. I'm sorry, you're yeah. at negative three. Uh, yeah, next. Don't call this Santa a uh, fat whoa, whoa, man. Whoa, 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 After Danny watching a small Burt time. Reynolds Santa that time. What? He accidentally said it. He said you, it wrong. You said though. it. You okay. said it. I'm just, you know, that's how it is. But Danny, Danny, Danny there, there are no, too, right? there, uh, no, no, Danny gets several extra points. Chris, because Chris accidentally gave the score wrong, so it counts. Because he oh, said okay. it. the rules well, to this okay. game are extremely arbitrary. Okay. It's like Calvin Ball. Is the, are we where, doing where the we? lightning round? Now? Yeah, we're we're almost done. Uh, as don't much call, as we ever have. Don't call this Santa a fat man. After watching a small Batman time, Santa. Tap, tap yes, Santa. correct, Batman Santa. Next, you might Santa, but that's okay. you you might recognize this Santa by his six legs, complex social structure, Insect and ridiculous mountain-based uh, no, architecture. Then Be again, Santa. you might not. Oh, uh, Schrodinger's Santa. No, Insect Wait, Santa could you was repeat close. The question? You might uh, recognize this Santa by his six legs. Complex social structure and, and ridiculous mound-based architecture. Oh, then again, oh, termite Santa. Termite uh, Santa. Um, ah, there's a lot of clues in these. I was um, gonna guess naked mole rat Santa, but the- yeah, almost, almost done. Um, what is job, the score Jeremy? now? You're almost this, my score, but negative. I think it's. Uh, I think you're up to zero, and Danny is. No, at, well, fuck that. He was negative three a minute ago. Okay, he said negative one. You're right. He's yeah, at negative one. Yeah, but I was only at negative three because you and gave Danny the score is, wrong. I think Danny's at four. Um, yeah. I like that. I like that when Danny corrects your score, it's like, oh, that's perfectly reasonable. But when I correct, don't you, don't make I, me deduct yeah, more points sh- for your bad attitude. Exactly. I just talk loud. It's not my yeah, fault. Yeah, that's the trick. That's the trick. Um, Danny just said Burt Reynolds Santa. <laughs> okay, you lose. I said, you do I lose said a point Tom for that, Selleck Danny. Santa. I said Tom. You Selleck do. Santa. You're down to three. I'm sorry. 
right, fine. Uh, next, this Santa, this Santa has a magnificent mustache. Burt Reynolds sign out. Incorrect. God damn it. Incorrect. Tom Selleck it. Santa. Uh, it was mustache Santa. <laughs> Almost Wait. done. Uh, oh. Boy, I wrote, I wrote a lot of these. Jesus. I'm going to cut a few of them out. No, no, no. These, these are, are prepared? Good. Yes, these are prepared. Next. Jesus. Attention, ladies. He's mustache. got a steady no, oh, job. Oh, oh, oh. He loves Fat motorcycle riding travel, Santa. and children. And look. No Carrot ring on Santa. his fingers means no ring on his finger means you could be the next Mrs. Claus. Bachelor Santa. That's correct, Bachelor Santa. Is it really? Yeah. Well, it was eligible Bachelor Santa, but I'm giving that to you. Okay. There are only two more. It, An ultimate Santa. That, that <laughs> I wish I wish I could mark that as correct. There are two more. No point. There's no point hiding it. This Santa's out of this world. He can tell okay. you all about the stars and planets. So kneel down. Neil deGrasse and Santa. Kiss the yeah, yes. Neil deGrasse Tyson Santa. Okay. That's not what he said. Yeah. Our Tyson final Santa. one. Final, final one, and the scores are tied at nine <laughs> points each. So anybody could win. It's be that no matter what. <laughs> anybody could win. Jeremy Santa. Uh, incorrect. Uh, Burt Reynolds Santa. Incorrect. Uh, All right, Jeremy's lost a point. Um, okay, anybody's game. <laughs> anybody could win. Burt Reynolds Santa. Don't be crossing this crossing Santa, Santa. Dave Cross Santa. Or you might crossing, just crossing have to Santa. hit the road. Hit and run Santa. Road Where you'll see Santa. all the pretty horses... And enjoy oh, Cormac, Cormac McCarthy's McCarthy Santa. Correct. Joe, Car Joe, Joe Cocker dead Santa. Santa. Cormac McCarthy Santa. You are correct. So Jeremy okay, so is the winner. No, it's tied. It was tied, and then he correctly guessed Cormac McCarthy Santa. Uh, no, he it was it was eight to nine, and now he's nine. To I nine. actually guessed Burt Reynolds Santa twice that round. So really, I should be down by one. Okay, I guess it's a tie. Game. Uh, no. I, I, by Jeremy's own logic. I mean, okay, okay, okay. I think, I think to be fair, I think Danny did win. Danny, congratulations for winning. Name that Santa. Jeremy, you tell know, him what I, he's I, won. I don't think that's quite fair. Just tell him what he's won. What? Who? You, Jeremy. You're gonna have you gonna have the winner. You're gonna have, you're gonna have the loser. Tell the winner. What? That's no. Make John do it. That's I, I, I used to. That's sadistic Santa. Heartless. Poor. Yeah, that is so cool. Yeah, when know. I was so close, especially. Chris, Christmas. why don't you tell Jeremy what he didn't? That's like you're gonna like be that making, way. That's like making Hitler tell Winston Churchill what, <laughs> what he won when he won World War II. Now you just deliberately make a noise. Is that okay? Now you just deliberately make a noise. This is for Allie. For Allie? Yeah. That's a pretty Ooh, nice bag. What's he getting, Allie? It's yours. What do you get? Are you getting something nicer for my wife than what I got her? Oh, don't be doing that. So maybe. Yeah. Are they, are they Neil Gaiman books? Can I say that? This won't come out until after Christmas, right? Does Allie listen to our podcast? I mean, while it's being recorded. <laughs> in, while she's attempting to sleep. <laughs> That's the best way to listen. That was like the most evil laugh I've ever heard <laughs> from you, Chris. That's great. All right, are we going to... Johnny only listens to our podcast when it's like mostly John talking, so she's gonna hate this episode. What Sarah only listens to the podcast when it's mostly John talking? She likes it when when John is on and talks a lot. She's a big John fan. Well, John is our secret weapon. He really appeals to the ladies. True. He's the ladies man. Very he single. Seems very He's eligible. He's eligible. Hello, hey, eligible. Eligible? <laughs> <Is that> eligible. 
I can't believe that's not like an obnoxious, trendy term already. He's eligible. Hella eligible? He's, he's World War Threligible. World War Threligible? <laughs> I can understand why that's not trendy. Are you gonna get back on the horn, JG? Or? All right, we're this gonna we're gonna have a little. Hey, Chris, what key are you in? Yeah, what, um, what key are you in? What, what Chris are you in? I key? think it's in D. All right, let it's, me get my. Uh, it's, well, it's Christmas in heaven, and it's heaven in you. And you know, Christmas my in darling, heaven is a, like an Eric Idle song, right? Yeah, I was gonna say. I don't. No, he doesn't know this that. Is a, I'm I'm literally. Uh, Sight reading this song off of the internet. It's a BB Key song, BB King song. Apparently, no, it's a, I'm pretty yeah. sure it's a Money Python song. It's Christmas in heaven. What key and you in? It's heaven in you, D. And my darling, if you leave me, well, I don't know what I'll do. Yeah, it's heaven. Christmas and it's Christmas all year three. It's a Christmas in heaven. Hey guys, baby, it's heaven. Guys, here with you. Guys, what's the next topic? Segment four. What is the most insipid? Christmas song. Didn't we already do that? No, we did uh, our Xmas our Christmas novelty songs bullshit. bullshit. Yeah, this is a totally different topic. It seems um, kind of related. All right, you know what? Do you want to skip it? No, I, I, don't, have, I, don't, I don't have anything funny to say about that. Well, not well, every topic has to be just, funny. So, okay, I think I I would say uh-huh. it's wonderful Christmas time. What's that one? That fucking Paul McCartney song? I don't think I even know that. Yeah, you do. Simply having a wonderful Christmas time. That sounds terrible. Yeah, it's horrible. It's insipid. Yeah, it sounds awful. I guess my choice would have been Little Drummer Boy. I don't like Little Drummer Boy. It's not really insipid, though. Why do you think that's more insipid than... You think that's more insipid than all the other? It is pretty insipid. You know, maybe I wasn't thinking hard enough about which one was particularly insipid, and I was thinking more just which one do I really dislike. Little Drummer Boy is pretty obnoxious. Little Drummer Boy, it gets in your head, and it doesn't leave. I think we can agree on that. They do have to, like... You know, because originally I was going to say it was that, like, shitty song from the Polar Express... I don't think I saw the you, Polar Express. You probably heard it. It's, I didn't see it either. Probably. But there's a song from it that's really fucking insipid and awful. But Sounds I think awesome. I think it's just not catchy enough to really be insipid. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I hate Little Drummer Boy too. That's a fucking shitty song. It's a terrible song. And what in in the end he like he like just drums on the baby Jesus or something? He's like, <laughs> I, I don't so. have anything to give to you, so I'm just gonna drum on your little Jesus head or something. I think that's basically what happens, yeah. Like why would Jesus need someone to drum for him? Um Well he was I think he was um wanting to start a, a ska band. No, I mean, if everyone like not, knows what, what Jesus is Not really like likes third him. stream ska, like, but, you know, one of those real early, like, uh, first, second stream like ska. Like kind of some two-tone shit. I think that's what he was into at the time. Like, he sort of grew <laughs> out of it. Which, but, which, yeah, which, uh, which subgenre of ska would Jesus be into? <laughs> uh, I, I would say definitely first stream I can see that. I don't see him into like uh, you know that sort of Southern California style third stream 1990s ska. I don't see that at all. Oh God, no one's into that. 
<laughs> no. <clears throat> well, you want to cut it? I, yeah, I mean, we might be done. It sounds like Danny and John have left. <laughs> I was trying to remember how to play uh, Merry Little Christmas, but I... Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Let your heart be light. And troubles will be out of Some 